Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chansey, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, ChristopherChansey.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. Patrons on all tiers are granted access to my podcast two weeks before they go live on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and more. Check it out in the links in the descriptions. Thank you for the moment of your time. And now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Heist, and Heels, Part 2, Headquarters, Chapter 5, Sigh of Relief, Shudder of Pain. I cannot believe that worked. Jefferson switched off the TV with his remote and sagged back against his couch. Erica placed her gauntlet down on the counter and stared at the city's lights that shone outside the window of his loft. She glanced at the discarded prison box she tossed aside after her shower. Jefferson ignored his usual finicky cleanliness and let it lie. He would undoubtedly place it in the trash after Erica crashed for a long-needed rest. Erica was now clean, bandaged, and dressed in her favorite pair of overalls. She was a long way from feeling normal, but it was a step in the right direction. She walked around the couch and flopped down on that squashy armchair next to him. Her head buzzed after watching the 11 o'clock news, which featured their earlier escapade. Minutes before the broadcast, they gave the news more to cover when they released a video confession of the prison guard, Tony Brock, admitting that he attempted to execute her earlier that day. Erica shook her head, then touched the place where most her ear used to be before Tony's missing bullet blew it off the side of her head. She doubted his confession would stick. After all, it was coerced out of him at gunpoint. Regardless, it was still out there. And that was enough for her. For now. After they dropped her gear and discarded the prison transport truck on the side of the road, it was Jefferson's idea to add the sign, free to a good home. They pirated the newsfeed for a 10 second message stating, stay tuned. We're just getting started. It worked like a charm. The Hero Report news crew went nuts. They were stunned and they spent the next half of their show reporting her piracy. Jefferson was positively elated with the coverage. Erica, on the other hand, only felt exhausted. She looked at her partner with haggard eyes. Her demeanor wasn't lost on him. Jefferson scrutinized her for several seconds before he stood and walked to his kitchen. A moment later, he returned with a bottle of scotch and two glasses. He poured a generous amount into one of the glasses and offered it to her. Here, drink this. She looked at the glass, scandalized. I can't drink that. I'm not old enough. Jefferson rolled his eyes and handed it to her anyways. That's the line you will not cross. Princess, you have robbed banks, evaded police in high-stake chases, and fought superheroes. Not to mention had one of the most trying days of your life. For the love of all that's holy, drink the scotch. It will burn worse than my ex-wife's character critiques, but it will either take the edge off your nerves or blow the lid off your restraint. Regardless, I think you could use a little chemical help at this moment. She looked at the liquor dubiously and sighed. Okay. Jefferson held out his hand. Just don't make it a habit. 
She regarded him with an exhausted smirk. No promises. He rolled his eyes. I've created a monster. That you have. She downed the liquid in a few gulps. Her head popped up, gasping as it burned her throat. She broke out into a harsh, racking cough. It was Jefferson's turn to smirk as he effortlessly downed his own glass. Practice and bitter intention. He handed her a soda. Here's your preferred poison to ease the burning. <coughs> Thanks. When she finally got her breathing under control, she popped the can of soda open and drank deeply. Jefferson stared out the loft window as she did so. He asked, So, how are you feeling? Erica shook her head. I don't know how I should feel. Well, as I said, you have had quite the harrowing time of late. We should both be dead or captured ten times over by now. Yet, here we are. She nodded, then she said quietly, I was captured at the beginning of the day. Jefferson glanced at her. Princess, uh, Erica, I never meant for any of this to happen. I had no idea that... His mouth worked as his usual ally of words failed him. I'm so sorry. If I had known what the board did to the villains the heroes had captured, I would have never... Erica cut him off. What could you have done? You didn't have any choice. None of us do. All of us, heroes and heels alike, are just puppets dancing on the board's strings. Jefferson nodded. More like the kind of puppets with their hands up our... He shook his head. I digress. I'm truly sorry. When that cybernetic vixen sleek hit me with that electrical cannon, I panicked. I've never been hurt that badly before in my life. I'm, I'm sorry I fled. I left you to deal with her on your lonesome. That was unforgivable. Erica shook her head. I don't know about that, she said quietly. For all intents and purposes... My life was over this morning. I was on my way to a supervillain prison deep under the ocean. I was going to be in prison without a trial or due process. She scoffed. <laughs> Not that it would do any good. Erica tapped her head. With these psychic contracts in place here? I couldn't say crap if I had a mouthful. Ah, I do miss your eloquence, said Jefferson. His remark made her smile. Erica then looked at him soberly. You did abandon me, Jefferson. He winced. Did hurt more than anything I had ever experienced myself. She sighed. <sighs> but if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have ever seen daylight again. I wouldn't talk to my parents again. She pointed out the window. Enjoy the city lights? She held up the empty scotch glass. Or even try your little burning poison. By the way, she pointedly handed the glass back to him. Never again. They both chuckled. Thanks to you, I haven't got to hug my brother tonight. Erica grimaced. He's going to be so pissed that I shot him with my stun gun. Undoubtedly, Jefferson agreed. She sighed. I have to apologize to him later. If only even a semi-apology. 
I'm sure he will. Your brother is a resilient, stubborn man. Traits that I believe are genetic. She grinned. I'm sure he'll bounce back. Erica nodded. You're probably right. She continued. Jefferson, you saved me twice now. Today, and the first time you saw me. <laughs> back when I believed superheroes were good, and villains were evil, back before I knew what the board was, you stepped in and helped me. Not only to survive, but thrive in this impossible situation. Eyes watering, she looked at him intently. Thank you. Jefferson glanced away abashed as he absently fished a handkerchief out of his pocket and handed it to her. You're, uh, most welcome, he said. I'm sorry how things went down. I truly thought you would be, at most, maybe a little banged up, but otherwise... Right as rain after our caper. I had no idea the board discarded heels so casually. If I had known... He trailed off as his face grayed. I had no idea... He moaned. Erica looked at him suddenly. Jefferson, what's wrong? He didn't look at her as he clutched his head. I had no idea... She frowned. No idea what? His fingers dragged down his face, leaving biting lines along his cheeks. He looked at her with mournful eyes. I have been so focused on finding you in the last week that I... I didn't think about... I... Erica stared at him. Think about what? Jefferson, you're not making sense. Them, said Jefferson. Them? I, I don't understand. But I do. All too well. No wonder our community of heels hates me. Jefferson sat back, massaging his temple, taking deep, controlled breaths. Lightning sparked from him as his inner turmoil threatened to burst free through his powers. Jefferson, I... He held up his finger, taking a few more steadying breaths. The lightning in his eyes lessened, but when he turned his haggard face towards her, they still sparked with the ominous flashes. Don't you get it? You weren't my first partner. Erica sat back, struck dumb. Jefferson shook his head. No, I worked with five other heels before you. Erica's mind reeled as she quickly rifled through her mental files, then nodded to herself. That's right. God, why didn't I remember that? I'm not surprised our fame points never rose higher than mid-tier. A few partnerships like Clash Bash and Planter King only lasted a single caper. Corey or Clash Bash was a good man with a family, a wife, and two lovely daughters. Planter King, or Leaf, was a simple man who only wanted to open up his own greenhouse. He was just trying to get the capital he needed to start. I knew him from the circuit. It was I who taught him into taking a job with me, instead of retiring from the game and going to the bank for a business loan. Jefferson wrapped the side of his head, and this time lightning did burst free from his eyes. How could I be so stupid? He shook his head. Glass kiss. Victoria was a total ingrate. I worked with her for several capers, and honestly, I couldn't stand her. But she didn't deserve that. She was an artist, a sculptor at heart. She loved being outside and free. The idea of her being in prison for life is heartbreaking. Then Thundermouse and Ms. Direct. Marvin and Cecilia, 
were not only my partners, they were also my troop, my friends, and my, as they say, found family. Marvin was opinionated, loud, and forthright. The blighter loved boxing, baseball, but had the best taste in scotch. He held up the bottle. Ms. Direct? Cecilia. He paused. There aren't words to describe her loveliness. After my first wife, I didn't know if I could ever love again. Cecilia taught me otherwise. I was helpless before her wit and charm. We would talk for hours about life, art, love, and everything. She was my muse. He sniffed, but not mine alone. Marvin also vied for her love, and neither of us were the sharing type. When that job against... <sighs> he sighed. Sleek of all people. I swear it always comes back to that woman. He shook his head. We, per our usual uninformed plan, scattered when we fled. I took the money and planned to meet them later, but they never showed. By the time a few hours had elapsed, I, of course, heard they were captured. I thought it was only a formality. I thought that I would see them in a few hours or so. Maybe that I would have to wait a day at most. So, I patiently awaited their return. That's when I found the note. Erica frowned. Note? Jefferson stared out the window for several moments, arranging his thoughts. Cecilia had left me a note. I won't go into details, but I will tell you that it more or less informed me that she had decided to start a life with that blighter, Marvin. She wanted a clean break. Our last job, the one that went so poorly, was to be their last. Jefferson shook his head. So, knowing no better, I assumed, painfully I might add, that their disappearance was her way of saying goodbye. Oh, God, Jefferson, I'm... He held up his hand. Please say no more on it. Your sentiment is appreciated. He sighed. Cecilia's gesture drove a dagger through my heart. I raged over it quietly and not so quietly for years. But I had no idea what had actually happened to her or any of them. The heel community must have assumed the worst about me. I could hardly blame them. I was hardly charming in the aftermath of our breakup. Without knowing the full story, I said some fairly disparaging things about her and Marvin. Jefferson looked at her. I never intend to hurt anyone, or abandon them. I thought I was playing to our strengths as I knew them. Most of them were good at engaging the heroes head-on. I thought by slipping away with the money, I was ensuring that everyone was compensated for our venture. When they didn't show after our caper went south, I arrogantly thought it was them being petty and angry. Jefferson shook his head. How could I be so stupid? He regarded her. Knowing what I know now, I'm surprised that today worked out as well as it did. Erica nodded slowly. Yeah, the board could have sent their agents to crash down on you or us at any moment, but they didn't. I am all too aware of that, said Jefferson. Erica considered this for a moment, taking a swig of her soda. So why do you suppose that they allowed everything we did today to happen? Why did they give us so much leeway to not only escape, 
but take back my equipment. Jefferson shook his head again. I have no idea. Who knows why the Board of Inquiry does anything that they do. Erica considered this. Who does know? No idea. Jefferson sighed heavily. I, for one, am glad that they did. It's good to have you back, Erica. Erica smiled. It's good to be. She cut off as an alarm blared behind them. Jefferson sprang to his feet, bolts of lightning flashing from his eyes. Wait a minute. What in heaven's name is that? Erica was already on the move to the source of the sound. The alarm was coming from her gauntlet that rested on the kitchen counter. She fit her hand into the glove and brought up its holographic screen. It's the building's alarm system. Alarm system? Jefferson frowned. This building doesn't have an infernal alarm system. Yes, it does. I installed it myself. Erica said absently as she tapped a series of buttons on her holographic screen. Jefferson eyed her suspiciously. When did you do that? She shrugged, not looking at him. I don't know. A day or two after I got here? A day or two after you got here? He repeated. Why haven't I had to enter a code or anything? Because of the voice and facial recognition software I installed knows who you are. Now be quiet for a moment. I'm working. Jefferson went quiet. Not because of her demand, but more so out of an inability to formulate a response. Erica ignored him as she pulled up a holographic display of their building. A signal pinged on the bottom floor. Good news. It's an isolated signal, so only one intruder. She looked at him meaningfully. From what I could tell, it's not a team response. So I don't think it's the... Um... Her voice trailed off. Jefferson finished the sentence for The Board of Inquiry. She shook her head. Probably not. Besides, those guys will probably just appear in our apartment next to us. How comforting, Jefferson said dryly. Hold on, I'm checking the footage from the camera in the first floor's hallway. The hologram changed to an overhead view of the front lobby of their building. When did you install a camera there? Jefferson demanded. She said, we covered this already. About the same time I set up the alarm system. They both watched the image as a large man stepped into the frame and turned towards the camera. Is that... Jefferson stammered as he looked at his partner with wide eyes. Erica gasped. Huh? How in the world did he find us? They both stared as Cedric Belfry entered their home. Discover what's happening on the next episode of Theater Heals after these messages. On the next episode of Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Heist, and Heels. When her brother Cedric, a police officer, mysteriously appears on the doorstep of their secret hideout, Erica is left with more questions than answers. She and Jefferson must decide what they should do with her brother's sudden intrusion before things escalate out of control. Tune in next week for Volume 2, Chapter 6, Brotherly Love. See you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater of Heels. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChansey.com, and my YouTube channel, 
Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.